0: Everybody and welcome to Comics and Cinema. I'm your host, Alex Klein, and today is a very special day. Uh, I, I'm i laughing because I, I still manage to say that in every single podcast episode, but you know what? It is a special day, and every day is a special day when you get episodes of uh, TV like this. Uh, and what I'm talking about, obviously, we all know what that is. That is episode 9 of WandaVision, the series finale uh, there is so much to talk about in this episode, and uh, my wife and I just got finished watching it. Watching it, it's fresh on my mind. The ideas are bouncing around my room right now. It's uh, it's wild. There's ca- it's chaos. You could say there's definitely some chaos magic going in here. So let's dive in. This episode starts out, you know, after the Marvel Studios logo, literally right after the end of the last episode, which I really appreciate. Uh, Both of the kids are still tied up by Agatha, and uh, Wanda's kind of teasing her that, you know, oh, well, my powers work out here, you know, there's no runes, and she says, oh, I'm counting on it. And when uh, Wanda throws some magic at her, and it uh, immediately becomes apparent that Agatha is trying to absorb her magical powers, and uh, very interesting, uh, especially from the beginning of the episode, to wonder, well, you know, how, how's that going to play out? And she starts kind of playing her magic, throwing it at her, and eventually, just like the witches in the last episode, her hands start to get a little rotten. And I'm interested, too, uh, I don't know anyone else has thoughts on this, but I liked Agatha's frostbitten fingertips. I liked that they were, you know, discolored, but I was curious as to why. Uh, Maybe it's because she's been practicing and studying such uh, dark magic, but I'm just not sure, and it's a very interesting concept, and I apologize if I'm a little spaced as I'm talking. One, obviously this was a huge episode, but also I've got the episode playing on Disney Plus, and I'm I'm pausing back and forth just to make sure that I don't miss anything, but she uh, essentially is revealing more so what her plan is, and we talked about it last week. Her plan is kind of what we talked about, which is that she wants to absorb Wanda's powers, and that makes total sense. I mean, Agatha is a power hog. Like, she wants all this power. She took all the power from her family, from her uh, her sisters, her coven, and now she wants Wanda's power. Though, I don't think uh, it's ever kind of shown why or like how Agatha detected her power or you know what brought her to Westview but there's also a piece that's like you know it doesn't really matter she's here now and they're fighting Wanda uh, realizes now okay I got to rethink my strategy because I can't just keep throwing magic at her she's just going to absorb it so instead she throws a car at her and that car gets thrown it uh, throws her through a house which was awesome very shocked to see Uh, and even better when she goes to examine the impact area there are two Agatha's boots are there and it's great because uh, it it immediately reminded me of Wizard of Oz and so I don't know if that was their intention I'm assuming it is because they stay on it for quite some time and we also have the Wizard of Oz mention in the Avengers movie so uh, Marvel may be keeping up with that but at this point uh, White Vision shows up and we get a really interesting and honestly really sad bit. And and I've I've said this before on the other episodes, but Elizabeth Olsen knocks it out of the park in this episode. And Paul Bettany does such a phenomenal job as well. Like I said, everyone is firing on all cylinders. But specifically in this scene, it's just really sad to see Paul Bettany or to see Vision kind of trying to kill Wanda. She's like, oh, she says, Vision, you know, is, that, is this really you? And he said, I think he says, he says yes, but then he puts his hand on her head and puts both of his hands on her head and then starts doing the classic, uh, I'm trying to even, oh, this would be the classic Jason, uh, kill from Friday the 13th of smashing somebody's head in with pure strength. And I loved his comment that he says to her as he's doing it. He says something about, you know, they, they told me that you were really powerful and uh you know this is obviously very easy and i was told you were powerful is what he says And it's like wow dude you are absolutely cold but boom vision shows up slams him into the ground and all of a sudden both of them start fighting so to me i got really excited when this part started just because like i said how are they going to wrap this up how are they going to wrap up so many different threads and when this came in vision comes absolutely out of nowhere Clearly from his flight in the the prior uh, two episodes prior, and um, it, it just it was great to see, and it really was an indicator. I think that this episode was going to be very fast paced. That you know you've got to you got to pay attention. You can't look away because it is um, it is bad. So the real vision goes up to Wanda and says, you know, it's going to be all right. And she said, he he says, I know why you made this world, but this. And she he, he says, she, she says, "I can fix it." And he says, "Can you?" And we know like, yeah, I think I think she can. But this is she's saying this was a completely straight face. And to me, that was an indicator that she's slowly gotten over, not gotten over her grief, but she's she's uh, become a little more brave. She knows what she needs to do. And all of a sudden, Agatha shows up and starts taunting them again, saying, oh, your boyfriend and your ex-boyfriend are battling it out. Who are you going to choose? It's like, what a weird thing to say. <laughs> Only one of them is the real one, right? Or is it? Uh, prefacing, obviously, for an amazing conversation that we get in um, later on in the episode. So now it's, it's Vision versus Vision, Scarlet Witch versus Agatha. But uh, Agatha's kind of taunting her and pulling her towards the uh center of the town meanwhile meanwhile we get a cool bit with monica and pietro and we find out they've been in the house the entire time and she's kind of been stuck there and pietro has been keeping her or Pietro has been keeping her in this house uh and then we get again oh i'm looking at it right now just this gorgeous fight between the two visions in the air uh, Vision saying Wanda Maximoff must be neutralized. You must be destroyed. And he says, oh, no, then like, uh, so you're not going to stop. And I loved the creativity that the uh, the episode makers did on this one when it comes to this battle between them and this, uh, but throughout the whole episode, because they really utilize their phasing powers to very cool effect and uh, their their stone powers as well of shooting their beams out of their head and uh, now we shoot back to the outside of the hex. So now we know what's going on with Hayward, and Wu, Agent Jimmy Woo, um, he grabs a secret, he's got his handcuffed, but he secretly grabs a phone, and then he starts kind of taunting Hayward, he says, you're never going to get away with it, uh, you know, and he says, well, well, we'll see about that, basically, and it's like, dude, man, you're, ooh, like, you're going to get there, and he says, uh, he says, no one's even going to care once I've eliminated Wanda. They'll believe that the vision who emerges from there is the same one that she illegally tried to bring back to life. And then they're going to thank me for recovering such a valuable ex- asset. You could be a part of that victory, Jimmy. Uh, if only you had a little more vision. And I was like, oh my God. And he says, that's a good one, Hayward. But uh, he, he says, you know, we'll see what they think when Quantico shows up and uh, hears about your whole plan. And they're going to be here within the hour. And he's like, "Are you? You're bluffing." And he goes, "Am I bluffing?" And that that whole bit was great because then he kind of leaves. He's got his phone, and he uses well, he uses a, a a pin, a bobby pin, to get out of his handcuffs. But at the same time, and I didn't catch it on the first run, so I'm a hundred percent gonna catch it right now when he says what he says. Oh, he says, yep. He goes, oh, flourish. When he takes the handcuffs off because he was doing it like a magic trick. Just brilliant. Especially when you think of, oh, sh- there's Timothy grass in the background in this. My brother is, is allergic to Timothy grass. I've never actually seen it on. T- uh, so uh, Wu calls Cliff at Quantico and says, hey, I have a situation. I'm hoping that you'd be able to get here within the hour. And uh, my wife and I started laughing so hard. She goes, I'm going to start using that from now on. That I tell people, yeah, I'll be there within the hour. kind of gives you a better time frame. But now we, we get back into Westview. Wanda is in the middle of town and we start seeing a lot of the people that have been in the show prior, obviously like Norm and Herb and the delivery guy. And they're all still a part of this hex. They're all still very confused. This scene... Uh, was really good i thought was awesome her and agatha duking it out she's bragging oh you've never been up against a witch before did you know there's an entire chapter devoted to you in the dark hold this was a big part of this was a huge kind of easter egg kind of thing people had been talking about was that book the Darkhold*. uh that that was everyone's guess but a lot of people had said no it wasn't because of it being an agents of shield so to me this is just more uh more proof that agents of shield really doesn't have a lot to do with the marvel universe or, or the mcu at least but how cool just on an mcu level that the scarlet witch is in the dark hole that there's a section a whole section she says it's the book of the damned and then she even pulls the book out of thin air and starts reading from it the scarlet witch is not born she is forged she has no coven no need for incantation and wanda says i'm not a witch i don't cast spells just a a, a very strong uh, dialogue argument between the two of them very very cool I love that whole idea that the you know it's it's a super powerful person who isn't it sounds like isn't technically a witch and wasn't born but forged so somebody who uh, arguably in Wanda's case she became the Scarlet Witch when the mind when she met the mind stone or had the mindstone. stone so all in line with what marvel has been doing over the years because people have been thinking oh, okay you know she she was born this way and maybe she was again we still get that indicator in the flashback episode the last one where she maybe stops the bomb from going off But if they're going off of these rules that she was forged, I think she's forged the same way an Infinity Stone is forged sort of thing. Um, But she's basically saying, like, no one taught me magic. Uh, And she says, your power exceeds that of the Sorcerer Supreme. So we're getting a great Doctor Strange reference. It's your destiny to destroy the world. And she says, I'm not what you say I am. And I thought that that line uh, comes through multiple times in this episode of, I'm not who you say I am. And that is such a powerful line for Wanda, especially because there's obviously a whole uh, there's a whole thing in this show about grief and about Wanda's loss and about what it is that she's been going through with Vision and the kids and all of that. But there's also a secondary plot line that is loosely played out, excuse me, through all the episodes, but more so in these last few, of like, hey, this is who you are, like you, and and in a way, you know, the whole show kind of is her figuring out who she is. Like, she's created this whole reality to be the person that she thinks she is, that she wants to be. She wants to be this safe, Uh, you know kind of stay-at-home mom in a sense from the sitcoms that she loved watching as a kid she doesn't want to burden herself with all of this responsibility that comes with i would imagine being the scarlet witch or being just a powerful magic user and so in these last few episodes while they didn't overtly say it You can see, especially in the last episode, as she's coming into herself more and more, that she is figuring out who she is. And when Agnes or Agatha is saying these things to her right now, she's able to say, I'm not who you say I am. Like, I'm not this witch. I'm not this person that you're trying to turn me into. And funny enough, as well, obviously, you know, she does end up becoming the Scarlet Witch, but. It's by her choice. It's not by Agatha's choice. It's not by anyone else's choice. And I think that. Uh, and I, I honestly didn't have a lot of receipts in this episode. And I, I'm not a very big person on receipts. But uh, if you remember my whole thing about how this this show would end, being her, you know, finally deciding what it is that she wants, or being able to choose how she lets her family go that's how i had mentioned in the last one was that again she had you know she didn't have a choice in killing vision she obviously kind of did but like she really didn't and and ironically enough and i'd thought about it more after i'd said it but how traumatic must it have been for her to kill her husband uh, so that thanos would not be able to destroy the world and then having that be completely useless like he ends up bringing him back and kills him again so when you're looking at that from a third party perspective you could say she shouldn't have done anything she shouldn't have killed him because Thanos would have done it anyway like Thanos could have just then he would have only died once and she wouldn't have had to kill him so there's just so much sadness swirling around her she did not have a say in when she could say goodbye to Vision and now, like I said, I, my plan or my thought was that that's what would happen in this episode, and it does. Uh, it doesn't happen exactly the way that I said. They don't go to sit down and watch one last episode. But I was, I was screaming by the end of this at how close I got at guessing that. Down to the, remember I said uh, that, you know, as the hex was being removed, it would flash back through all of the different sitcoms in the house. Uh, I, I think, I'll, I'll just say it, I think. I think they missed a pretty big opportunity of not having the very last scene being her and Vision kissing on the sofa while uh, Malcolm in the Middle is playing. But no, no, they uh, they they played it perfectly. Uh, but just cool to see the, the inner beginning of this. And now we get Dottie. And Dottie is in the town and she's like, Wanda, please. Agatha lifted her, uh, her strings, I guess you could say. And she's like, please, my daughter. She's eight years old. Maybe she could be friends with your kids. If you like that storyline or the school bully even, really anything. If you could just let her out of her room. If I could just hold her. please and she says what are you doing to her are you making her say this and she's like no she's she's uh i just cut her strings she's your meat puppet and then uh it says "Ooh, interesting it says agatha chanting in latin but uh she lifts the hex from all of the people you know kind of the same way vision did it lifts it all from them and they all are pissed super pissed i'll point out as well we still don't see mr Hart. i don't know what's going on there but now they're all so mad at her, uh, and, and and with great reason. I, I know I turned to my wife at this point, and I was like, "Oop, there's that reckoning I was talking about that the whole town's going to have to deal with." And uh, so before anything more happens, we go back to uh, Monica and uh, fiatro in here, and uh, Monica's like, "Well, what is this place?" And he says, "It's a place to chillax, you know, while the misses is stirring up trouble." And he she starts doing a little bit of digging, and there's a there's a statement, a utility statement that says Ralph Boner, and uh, what a great uh, surprise! Like I said, I certainly didn't guess this, but uh, when I saw it, it made so much sense. Uh, we had so much fun this season with Pietro and guessing. Oh, is he the Fox Universe Quicksilver? Is he what? What is he? How does this work? He's Ralph. He is the Ralph that Agatha has been talking about or that Agnes has been talking about as her husband, which is uh, really cool, I think, though kind of interesting in a sense just because I don't know about you guys, but uh, Evan Peters to me does not seem old enough to be a sort of Ralph husband owner of this big house sort of thing but hey you know um anything can happen i guess i'm seeing also an xbox 360 in his room so he must be a gamer actually i take all of that back he's all right with me now but he she says you're ralph boner and he goes eh, <laughs> boner and she says how is she controlling you and she uses her powers and sees that hit well first she beats the crap out of him and smacks him down on the ground does this really cool maneuver and she uses her powers and sees that the necklace that he is wearing is where Agatha's power is coming from. The minute she pulls it off, he's free. And he's like, oh, my God, spare my life, please. And she says, nice to meet you, Ralph. And now we go back to Vision and Vision fighting. And it, like I, it, I said earlier, this whole fight sequence is so cool. We get to see the white Mind Stone blowing through just streets and destroying so much property and from the window of the house Billy and Tommy kind of see them fight but Billy suddenly has a vision and sees that mom's in trouble and so they race down there to fight and at this point all the people are freaking out like you know I used to see myself in the mirror now I don't know anything my husband's on a business trip tell him I love him and not to come back here ever and uh, you know I'm exhausted please Wanda stop and they're all just freaking out and what? how, how stressful must that be uh, but she gets so freaked out. oh, and they actually reveal a really interesting here that when they sleep, their dreams are her nightmares. That's also pretty creepy. So they are have just been terrorized this entire time, violated. And they said, please, like stop po- poisoning us, Please let us go home. And they're all saying, please, Wanda, please. And so she freaks out, she can't handle it, Any, obviously anyone would probably freak out, So a lot of people getting upset at her, and so she uses her powers again, and actually starts choking out every single person, which is certainly not good, but it's happening, she doesn't really realize that's what it is as it's happening, and so she stops it, and has it stop so that no one else gets hurt, and they it goes even further, and they say, uh, Dottie, uh, Mrs. Hart. Says, please kill me. Like, please don't make me. If you won't let us go, just let us die, please. And she says, I will. I will let you go. I will. And she's crying at this point. Another beautiful performance by her. But uh, Agnes keep or Agatha keeps teasing her. You know, oh, hero, heroes don't torture people. She says, like, go ahead and do it. Lift the hex. You said you were gonna do it. Heroes don't torture people that is the line that obviously all of this gets wanda to do it but that i thought was interesting that that was the line that was the last straw for her to lift the hex is heroes don't torture people and it's a great line and i think wanda it, it hits home for her on top of everything else that she's feeling but I just, I, I, to me, it's a message that she is still a hero, and she she knows what she's done. She knows she's made a mistake, and she's freaking out now because she says, "Go, go, all of you, go!" as she as she's lifting the hex. But obviously, as we all know, as she lifts the hex, all of a sudden vision starts disappearing, and. Um, Uh, her kids start disappearing as well but on the other side Hayward is like all right you know that's our opening let's go in let's let's take her down sort of thing and uh, I cannot wait for that scene when he just Hayward's getting what's coming to him let's just say that so she lifts this hex and her kids start disappearing and she realizes that she can't do it so in classic Agatha fashions, she says, "Well, it looks like you've got a choice to make, Wanda: save Westview or save your family." And her kids are just on the cement. They're all, and I love seeing how, as they're disappearing, and it, it was sort of pointed out too in the um, in the prior episode when she's building her house, but they all have the same sort of design as. Uh, in House of M. So if any of you read that comic series, House of M, when she's creating her world, it's on a couple of the comic covers. It's obviously in the story, but it's this very geometric puzzle type shapes. the things are made of and so as they're all disappearing and starting to disappear you can see that which is really cool and also really terrifying and so you know we're wondering at this point I was I was wondering like is this the moment but uh, as I'm watching this on my computer I'm looking and we're only 14 minutes into this episode and this much has happened so of course she doesn't actually lift the hex she stops it and on the outside Jimmy Woo sees that happen and uh as a couple of police vehicles start pulling up on the outside so they all race or vision and her kid their kids race to uh wanda make sure that she's okay and agatha starts uh messing with her again shooting some beams at her um wanda tries to stop it with a uh kind of a shield but agatha's sucking the shield away from her as well making her get even older and it just was it's so now her hands are all deformed and this got me really sad i was like is wanda actually i didn't really think that she was going to die in this but you know i wouldn't put it past marvel to do that so just an incredible scene and now white vision shows back up in town at the exact same time that Hayward and his military shows up in town. And we're getting that Avengers moment of the whole family as they all put their hands up to get ready to fight just as they did in the Incredibles, as they did in the Avengers. And uh, Wanda and Vision kind of say, like, listen, boy," they say, listen, boys, your mother and I never really prepared you for this, but you were born for it, Wanda says. And Vision immediately starts fighting White Vision. Uh, Wanda starts to fight or is going to start fighting Agatha. And she says, uh, just, there's so many good lines in the show, but she says, uh, and I guess we're going to get this part first. Cause it, like I said, it all jumbled in my head, but vision says to white vision, why are you doing this? And he says, my programming directive is to destroy the vision. And so they start fighting. But at that point I was like, oh, he's gotta, like, he's gotta say something. He can stop that. Like there's a way you can, you can always rewrite programming. And so, you know, oh, how is it that they're going to do that? vision kind of gets back puts him in a headlock and says but i'm not the true vision only a conditional vision and the white vision says uh he kind of st- he pauses and he says uh i i need you to i request elaboration and they just start spinning and i i started laughing at that scene because it was so good like whenever a scene is really good i start laughing and uh, so we're back outside Agatha says same story different century there will always be torches and pitchforks for ladies like us Wanda and she throws all of the military people down Wanda catches them before they hit the ground because she's a hero and she says boys handle the military mommy will be right back and what a badass scene. Though at the same time, I don't know if I'd trust my kids to handle the military, but her kids have powers. They can handle it. So now Wanda is fighting. And Wanda does this absolutely badass move. And I'm tr- I am I would watch this over and over. She floats in front of Agatha. She crosses one of her hands around her chest and the other hand up in the air, almost like the emoji. And she just flicks her hand and she disappears. It felt very taunting. And I thought that was so cool. And now we see all the guns are pointed on all the people. Billy uses his power to freeze them while Tommy runs around and steals all of their hats and guns, which is very reminiscent of, uh, obviously, of the Days of Future Past. Monica shows up. Hayward comes out, starts shooting his gun. Monica's right there. She catches the bullets. And these bullets, it looks like she's absorbing the energy as the bullets are passing through her. This scene upset me to no end uh, because of Hayward. Uh, I thought this was a great scene for Monica. We get to see her utilizing a different piece of her power as well. Her eyes are glowing gold now, but Hayward shoots, I think, I think we're at four bullets at this point. He shot three through Monica and then one goes by Monica's head uh, at Billy. And I'm just thinking to myself, Hayward, I get that you you know you told monica to leave i get that you have an agenda you're trying to get the vision back but you're killing humans and not only a human but it's monica ramp captain monica rambo like why do you not think there would be consequences for doing something like that but he just doesn't seem to care and so this one goes back billy catches that one and gets really excited about that but then hayward shoots i think he shoots even more bullets are we getting to that part or he, no, he shoots it and he's 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 emptied his clip. And Monica turns around to the boys and says, nice tricks. And he says, I like yours too. Great line. So cool. And Hayward says, all right, well, I'm out of here. I'm the dumb bad guy, so I'm just going to escape. And I'm just, you coward. You absolute coward. But before he can escape, we get Darcy. Darcy shows up in the funnel cake van and smashes into the side, T-boning him. And says, have fun in prison. And that is just... I thought it was a great ending for Hayward, but now we're back. And he says, this thing is so cool, this this whole exchange. And I had said it on a little earlier, I think, but I think this might be my favorite, one of my favorite, at least, scenes of the movie is Vision and White Vision. It feels very reminiscent of the Vision-Ultron conversation, just a very high-level, cerebral conversation between the two of them. Vision says... You are familiar with the thought experiment, the the ship of Theseus, and uh, White Vision says yes, uh, in the field of identity metaphysics, and it's so crazy, guys, absolutely crazy. Yesterday, less than 24 hours ago, I was talking with somebody about the ship of Theseus. Uh, I did not know that that was going to be in the show, and I actually even got it wrong. Like, I knew the story, and I was explaining it to someone because they were telling me that we were talking about kind of like aging and getting older and how every, I don't know what the exact amount of years is, but it was like every seven years, human cells, uh, your human. By the end of that seven years, your body has transformed. All of the cells that were within your body have died and new cells have been made, um, which is, you know, was the reason why we grow. It's the reason why, you know, people get taller, why their hair color changes, all that sort of stuff. And I had explained to them, I was like, oh yeah, well, have you heard, you? that's kind, I said, it's kind of like that theory about, I thought it was about a house where I was like, okay, you have a whole house that's been built, but if you replace, like if you continuously replace pieces of the house is it the same house and that is literally what this is the ship of theseus and it's that theseus ship sitting in a museum started to rot and so they replaced it board by board and white vision says naturally the ship is an artifact in a museum and it uh over time its planks of wood rot and are replaced with new planks when no original plank remains is it still the ship of theseus and Vision kind of nods and says, secondly, if those removed planks are restored and reassembled free of the rot, is that the ship of Theseus? And Vision, the white Vision says, neither is the true ship. But then he says, both are the true ship. And he's kind of thinking, and then Vision says, ah, well, we we're agreed then. But I do not have the mind stone. And he says, and I do not have one single ounce of original material. And there, perhaps the rot is the memories. The wear and tear are the voyages, the wood touched by Theseus himself. I have not retained memories, White Vision tells him. He says, but you do have the data, it is merely being kept from you. Very interesting. And he's, you know, he's thinking, his brow is furrowing, and he's trying to figure it out as the camera zooms in on his mind stone. He says, a weapon to be more easily controlled. So now he's starting to understand why he was created. But certainly you are the true vision, for you believe yourself to be. And he nods and says, that was once the case. But upon meeting you, I have been disabused of that notion. As a carbon-based synthesoid, your memory storage is not so easily wiped. And he goes to touch him and he says, may I? And he transfers all of the memories of Vision into White Vision. (laughs) Everything. Everything from uh, Age of Ultron, Infinity War, all of that. And his Mind Stone starts turning yellow. And then it kind of goes back to its blue. But it's almost as if, you know, the download is complete, so to speak. And then his eyes change. Just beautiful beautiful cgi beautiful storytelling he looks more human now though he still looks really creepy as a white vision and they're kind of looking at each other and he finally says i am vision and then he takes off and i'm thinking to myself in this scene like i said this is the to me in the future this is one of those scenes that we're going to be talking about for a while because it's so good he takes off and now i I cheered because vision is back we have have vision back in the mcu right now uh there is no more i mean obviously vision died and this is this is the beauty of the mcu and the beauty of the comics as well Is that when a character dies if the story necessitates a something like this where we do bring the character back it's the how of bringing that character back that truly matters. Just saying, oh, you know, oh, this character's no longer dead. Oh, I I snuck away just at the last second. To me, that's bad storytelling. For this, to have an artificial and fake Vision transfer his memories from the Mind Stone, which is interesting, too, because these memories are not memories that Vision had. Remember, Vision had no memories from before uh, Westview. So maybe these visions are coming straight from the Mind Stone, straight from Wanda and giving them to white vision so white vision now theoretically is vision the only difference is that he's white and looks a little different so that can be easily changed we saw that vision created his own cape so i wouldn't be surprised if he gave himself a couple of tweaks but this opens up so many possibilities for the future i am hopeful that in years to come wanda and vision will get back together and it will be gorgeous But right now, I'm okay with where we're at, and I think Vision sort of is too. So he comes back outside, everyone's okay, Billy and Tommy run up to him, and he says, boys, 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 and starts starts giving them hugs and kisses, and at this point, Agatha's kind of looking over at everyone, kind of upset at the way things are, and guys, we got my favorite piece of the Scarlet Witch. This is something, and I don't know if I mentioned it at any of the prior episodes, I must have in some of the earlier episodes of the... I wish that we got to see Scarlet Witch act like she did in Age of Ultron. Specifically in the beginning of Age of Ultron, if you remember, there's the scene when they're at Strucker's when she does that um, that conjuring type of creepy uh, splice cutting across the floor where she, it looks like her bones are cracking as she moves really weird and fast and then does, and that's what she does here when she reappears and then she hexes Agatha into reliving a memory the exact same way that she did in Avengers Age of Ultron to all of the Avengers and we're back now in uh in Salem back in the 1600s all of her coven is dead around her and Agatha's saying no 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 this is no this is no good but then all of a sudden the people start getting up and we're thinking oh nice now they're going to really destroy Agatha but in fact they start uh coming for Wanda and then they tie Wanda up for being the Scarlet Witch and uh, try to take a hold of her, but this is where we get the best part or another just amazing part that uh, she she gets her crown and it's, it's the same crown as the mother's crown except obviously it's red and it looks like the Scarlet Witch. But it was just very cool to see that because then she realizes, you know what? I have power. And she said, uh, Agatha's kind of telling her like, you and your family and the people of Westview, they can all live together in peace if you just give me your power. She says, no one will ever feel pain again. Just give me your power, Wanda. I will make that so. And, you know, we can all go on our happy way. And we, you know, know that's never actually true sort of thing. So Wanda uses her power, blasts all the witches away, and then grabs uh, grabs Agatha, wakes her back up, and they start fighting again. But now they've taken their fight to the skies. And Wanda just starts saying, you know what? You want my power? Take it. I don't want it. And starts throwing hexes at her, just over and over. Vision tries to come up and stop her, and she stops. Vision says, "No, I'm no. You're not going to come." And a lot of her her shots are missing, and they're hitting the sides of the wall. And they show a couple cutaways of this, of like Jimmy Woo watching, like, "Wow, what are all these explosions?" And it's just just a gorgeous fight between the two of them. And so eventually, as this fight goes on, she's, you know, begging her, like, release your burden, give me all of your power. And she's like, oh, you know, don't worry, I will. And eventually takes all of Wanda's power. Wanda looks like an old woman now, very creepy. And she says, just so you know, Wanda, basically, this world you made will always be broken. And um, ju- she says, just like, uh, what is it? Just like what? just like you, that's right, it took a little long for her to say you, but just like you, though Agatha starts to use her power, and nothing happens, and she's like, what, what's going on, and all of a sudden, the old in Wanda starts disappearing, and she's back to being young again, and she has her power, and all of a sudden, she says, well, looky, looky, what do we have here, there are runes all over the walls of the Hex, And she reminds her that, you know, between the runes in a given space, only the witch who casts them can use her magic, which is a callback to the last episode. It's also a callback to the previously on WandaVision uh, from the beginning of this episode, just in case you weren't paying attention. She says, thanks for the lesson. And uh, she says, but I don't need you to tell me who I am. And her crown starts coming up again. And like I said earlier, that is the theme here. Don't need you to tell me who I am. I'm going to figure it out on my own. Ugh, just... I mean, she didn't say that part, but just the... the Ugh, she's got... And then we get her vision coming to life. She just embraces so much power. Again, the CGI in this is incredible as she sucks in all of Agatha's power. And now she is in the most gorgeous Scarlet Witch costume that we have seen yet with full crown and... And you know, wild hair, and she says, and Agatha says, "Oh God, you you don't know what you've done." And she, it's like, uh, I think we know what she's done. She's taken her power back. She's, and I thought at this point that she lifted the hex because uh, everything, and I would have believed it too. I did believe it because it's like she's ultimate power now. So she brings Agatha back down. Agatha is defeated, and what is the most fitting punishment for Agatha? She says, uh, "I'm not, you know, I'm not sending you somewhere. I'm sending you here." And she's like, wait, what? And she's like, no, yeah, I'm going to wipe your, I'm not going to wipe your memory, but you are now in this town. Like she's going back to being Agnes and she's like, well, you're going to need me though. She goes, you're going to need me. And she goes, "Why? Well, I, I know where I can find you now. And so she turns her back into Agnes. Agnes is now, you know, saying some funny jokes and she says, you live, leave. you live here now. No one will ever bother you. And she says, okie dokie, artichokey. And now she's reunited with her kids. She gets that sweet thing. She gives a nod. Uh, well, Vision says a great line, too. I know you'll set everything right. And she does. She does set everything right. But she looks at Monica, gives her a nod, says, thank you, Monica. And this was that moment where, at, at right now, I was like, oh, here we go. We're going to get to, uh, you know, what I was guessing. She lifts the hex. The heck starts moving. They're walking home. The crickets are chirping. It says on here on the on the, the cars still through the house, and uh, they they tuck their kids in bed. And she says, uh, like I said, the lines are just over over the moon on these lines. Vision says, "Your mother and I, we're just so proud of you. We're very proud of you both." And she smiles, and they tuck them in, and she um, as they're leaving. She says another amazing line. She says, thank you for choosing me to be your mom. And that is just a such a powerful line. I can barely hold it together as I'm even saying it. But she's saying that as she looks out the window, watching the hex come closer to the house. And so as this happens, she's turning the lights off and walking down the stairs and i'm thinking oh here we go she's like vision let's watch one more episode <laughs> one more episode of Wanda Vision. but she's turning the lights off in the house kind of significant and signifying of you know it ending but wanda uh, vision turns one of the lights back on and says i heard a <laughs> like i heard a rumor that you know it's bad luck to leave all the lights off when you say goodbye and he's like no no i was making it up i just he he basically says the the famous uh uh, the famous bradley cooper line of i just wanted to get one last look at you and nothing wrong with that they both by the way uh, we missed it because i am doing a little bit of skipping ahead as i go through um we got that call out as well from the, the trailer so that piece in the trailer where they look at each other and she says this is our home and he says then let's fight for it that's in this episode so they gave us a little quick snippet of the finale so they both stare out the window as the hex gets closer and closer, and uh, he says, Wanda, I know we can't stay like this, but before I go, I feel I must know. How, I think, what does he say? How, what am I? And she says, You vision, as she's about to start crying, as we're all about to start crying, are the piece of the mind stone that lives in me. And he's, you know, that makes sense to all of us. I mean, now that makes sense. You are a body of wires and blood and bone that I created. <sighs> you are my sadness, my hope, and all my love. And uh, by the way, this is exactly what, um, that was what that theory on IGN about the Mindstone that Vision was just a part of, it, or that the Mindstone obviously, you know, is a part of Wanda. But she says, yeah, you're mo- you're mostly my love and they kiss and he says something and, and Vision cries this is the first time I think we've ever actually seen Vision cry in the MCU uh, A tear. what What does a synthesoid's tear taste like? I think is what uh, Vision's thinking as he kind of rubs the tear around in his hand he says I have been a voice with no body call back to Jarvis, a body but not human when he was Vision but now a memory made real <sighs> just who knows what I might be next that's just if that's not an indicator of him being in white vision and or you know whatever it is I'm just happy that this is the ending that we get for him he says we have said goodbye before so it stands to reason and she's like shut up just kiss me and she says we'll say hello again and oh lost it just just lost it and so the hex com- the hex falls vision disappears and like i said the the house goes backwards through time we get to see it go through all of its different sitcoms as vision disappears and she's left alone in the empty foundation of her house and she walks back down the to westview central as all the people look at her with weird looks um, obviously they haven't forgiven her. I would, I wouldn't believe they'd ever forgive her, but Monica comes to talk to her and she's right there. And she says, they'll never know what you sacrificed for them. And she says, it wouldn't change how they see me. And she's like, yeah, I guess she says, and you, you don't, uh, you don't hate me. And Monica being the amazing person, she has says, given the chance and given your power, I'd bring my mom back. And that it, she, I know I would, she says. And uh, she says, "I'm really." She says, "I'm sorry for your loss, and for all of the pain that she's caused." And Monica knows. She says, "She knows." She says, "I don't understand this power, uh, but I will." And oh man, that line is just great. And then she goes into her Scarlet Witch garb and flies away and says, "Good luck, Wanda." And she disappears. Looks out at Westview. And that's the end of the episode. Just incredible. But we get two, not one, but two after credit scenes. The first after credit scene is uh, with. Um uh, Jimmy Woo, Monica, and Darcy, though Darcy isn't there, Jimmy's bossing everybody around, which to me sounds like he got a promotion, I hope he did, I really hope he got a promotion, she, he says, where's Darcy, and Monica says, uh, she's gone, she said something about debriefs or for the week, great line, but also a bummer that we didn't get to see Darcy again, and then another agent comes over and says, uh, they're asking for you at the theater, and she follows this agent over to the theater no one is actually in the theater but the agent turns out to be a scrawl and and says i was sent by an old friend of your mother's turns into a scrawl and she says uh i heard you he heard you've been ground you've been grounded he'd like to meet with you and she says where and the scrawl points upward though i think this scrawl is the daughter of talos makes total sense Uh, And then who is the he? The he is either Talos or Nick Fury. Um, I'm not sure which, but we're going to find out. And this dovetails really nicely into Spider-Man Far From Home. Even better, though, we get a final after-credits scene at what I would call Wundagore Mountain but it also could be the backdrop of the incredible hulk i have not watched that movie in a while so i can't confirm if it's the exact same cabin but it certainly looks like it and in this cabin wanda's kind of just taking a me day it seems she's she's uh roughing it in the woods living like she's on yellowstone but that's actually not really what she's doing it looks like that's what she's doing but the camera pans into the back room where wanda is on the astral plane as multiple her hands are moving around with her magic she's reading the dark hold and she's learning and casting these amazing... Like, you can see all of these spells that she's casting. And then we hear her, her ki- both her kids, the twins, saying, Help, Mom, help, please. And so we know, which we had already, you know, kind of known, right? That the kids were going to survive. That was our guess. And uh, so they're out there somewhere, which could be the premise for... Somewhat of a premise for Doctor Strange 2. It could be a piece of it where Wanda goes to Doctor Strange to uh try and find where her kids are or she just learns how to get her kids back from the dark hold who knows i mean it's always nice to say at the end of a show like this that the possibilities are endless because not only are those possibilities endless but this show gave us a satisfying conclusion that we needed i was so pleased with this I can't wait to watch this from start to finish. I did the math; it's like five hours, which isn't. I mean, that's that's one day on the weekend that you could buzz through all of these episodes at once. And I know if we do that, we're gonna catch so many things that we missed going through on the other times. And man, even watching this a second time, uh, even though it was on mute, I caught a couple things that I missed on this second round. So that to me is one of the best things about the MCU. And it's 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 funny. I talked with my parents about that with my mom. Because she had she had asked after probably the fifth episode, like okay, you know some she, it was funny she was like some of the stuff I don't like I don't get it, and I was like well you know you, you, it's from the movies and she's like I know she's like I think I just need to rewatch them she was like tell me which ones to rewatch so I'd sent her a little list, I had her rewatch uh, uh, Ultron Infinity Ultron Civil War Infinity War. Um, Endgame, captain marvel and then she also wanted to watch black panther which is all there's it all it's never a bad time to watch black panther but afterwards she said this and i told her i was like you know these movies are really good but at the same time they're really dense so you have to watch them a couple times to get everything that's in there and i don't tell stevie i said that because he would argue and and i wouldn't have that many arguments against it that you should be able to get everything you need to get from one viewing he you know what he may not say that because there are really look at christopher nolan's movies do you think that after you watch one one time a christopher nolan movie you've understood what it is These movies are at the same caliber as Christopher Nolan, and notice that I'm pointing out that this is a movie. Guys, Scarlet Witch just got her own five-hour movie, and it's on Disney+, and we didn't even have to pay for it. I like to say that because uh, you're paying your monthly fee to use Disney+, Plus, but this show is just kind of a bonus on top of that, right? Like, Just pretend that the $6.99 that you paid this month and last month was used for Flora and Ulysses. And for uh, the them bringing back the cheaper by the dozen movies, like that alone is worth $12 in my opinion. So that's where we are at the end of this. Um, like I said, there's so many possibilities going forward, uh, especially with those end credit scenes. Those are clearly setting up the Doctor Strange movie, uh, the Captain Marvel movie, maybe even Secret Invasion. It's just, it's a good time to be a fan. It's a good time to be alive. But I certainly, I, I don't think there's anything else I would say besides uh, a thought around white vision. Like I said, I don't know where or in what capacity we would get that reunion of her and him uh kind of talking and uh you know hey i've got visions memories i actually really love you like it's it's me like it's me wanda that would be incredible It'd blow my socks off but what movie or show does that even make sense in like what show makes sense to have that romantic plot line and honestly i don't think any of them do the closest ones i i think could be my first thought was armor wars just because we're talking about stark tech but you could it could be an iron heart as well uh, it could be in Doctor Strange. We don't know. Uh, my hope, though, is that it's not in any of those, and it's something that we learn down the line in in a couple of years from some movie that hasn't even been announced yet. And so, with that, I'm going to wrap this episode up, and I'm going to wrap up Wandavision. Thank you all so much for following along with me over these last eight weeks. This has been an absolute blast. Um, based on what I've seen you guys are really enjoying these which is awesome I'm glad you are but please if there's something that you would like me to do differently uh, something you'd like me to analyze a little differently let me know Um, know, shoot me a message in the comments on whatever it is that you're listening on uh, so that we can be better prepared for when we are doing Falcon and the Winter Soldier because those are coming up quick and I'm very excited but for all of us here at Comics and Cinema I'm your host, Alex Klein. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness.